0: Talk Radio.
1: She talk to
2: the the Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com starring world-renowned animal communicator Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic.
3: Hey everybody, I'm Laura Ginchfield the Pet Psychic. I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching humans and animals how to understand each other better.
2: You can log on to thepetpsychic.com, that's thepetpsychic.com, for all things animal communication as well as other services and tips, videos, interesting blog stories, by Laura the Pet Psychic, call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Hi, Seymour. She's ready to chat. Too <laughs> okay, bad she can't type because the chat room is open. I'm your producer yes. and co-host, Aiku Suhara, Kendra and Deanna's on the phones. Hi. <laughs> hey there. Hi, what's Simora saying? What's going on there?
3: I don't know, let me ask you. I mean, I've just been rushing around, and I just got home from work, so she wants attention is really what she uh-huh. wants. So but let me ask you exactly what she's saying. Seymour, for all of you who don't know, is my blue and gold macaw, and uh, she often is quiet until I'm either doing the phone session or doing the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> then she's got lots to say.
2: She wants to be a part of your practice.
3: I know, I think she does. And she loves it when people are like, what is that? Like, who is that? Or who's screaming? <laughs> I close the door, but you can't really hear her. But she's talking. She's going, hello, hello. <laughs> um, hey, Maddie, what are you saying? I'm saying, come and take me in there. Why can't I hang out with you in there? Well... If I had a stand for her, I maybe would put her in my office. But like Mm -hmm. one time, she—I put her out. She was outside, and she was just like she was allowed to just like wander around the backyard. And she climbed in my office window while I was in a session. (laughs) Yeah, it was was not the best thing. It (laughs) was a little distracting. I had to put her away.
2: (laughs) Oh. Oh, See so cute, <laughs> okay, so going back to the show, I know today you wanted to uh talk about the whale story
4: yes, that I
2: read here, about.
3: one of my um one of my clients and friends um she was gonna tell us a story about the whale, so that's Jordana, so we can find her. do we have her in the queue?
2: Um, I'm not sure. You know what? Why don't we take a call and then I'll go look for her.
3: Okay.
4: Let's
1: do that.
2: Okay. So, let's see. Our first caller is, I'm not sure, but there are people on hold. So, I'm just going to pick one. Shall I? I'm just going to go for it. Okay.
4: you
2: should. Hi there. Hold on, I think it's okay. Hey there, you're on the Pet Psychic Radio show. I Hi, how it's are you? Diane. Hi there. Um yeah. tell us who is your animal and what do they look like and what is your question?
4: Okay, it's my dog, Nikki. I had to put him to sleep on Mother's Day. Uh it's a cocker spaniel. He's a buff colored cocker spaniel. Um mm-hmm. And I'm having, I'm still struggling with the decision that I made, and I'm just hoping that he's okay, and I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, he just seemed like he was in distress, and I'm hoping Mm -hmm. it's not something I was giving him. I started him on on a supplement, and within three days, he seemed to have gone downhill. Mm -hmm. So,
3: What is is the buff color? Is that like a tan? I uh, yeah, like a like a blondish, you know, like a blondy color. So that's what I thought. I just wanted to clarify. Well, I'm so sorry about that. I thought that's so scary. You know, yeah. sometimes do cancer happens that fast. It's very typical, like three days. Um Wow. But let's let's ask him and uh and so you wanna do you wanna see how he's doing and if it was the right time? Yes. Okay. And what's his name again? Nikki. Nikki. Okay, let's get Nikki. Tell my mom I'm in a good place. And I was scared. It was one of these things. I felt like I was getting too far away from my mom. And I didn't like that feeling. So he's saying that before he passed away, he could feel himself passing or feel himself that he was getting time for him to go. And it was a little scary for him because he felt like he was getting too far away from you. Oh,
4: I tried to talk to him.
3: Oh, good. He says, but then I realized something. What did you realize, Nikki? That I realized that in heaven... That life still goes on. Hmm. And you can roll around and flip your body all the way over. Uh. And you can sniff really well, which means you can smell really well. And you can eat people food and not feel bad about it. Oh, wow. (laughs) When I'm in heaven... And I come and I put my legs and my head on mom's lap. Oh. And I say, don't worry, mom. It's okay. And even though death day was not so much fun, life in heaven is good. That's so cute. Did he used to do those things in life? What like roll around and yeah
4: yeah it's, he used to he used to roll on his back yeah
3: that's what he's saying so he's saying it's really easy so I don't know if when he was older it was he got a little bit sore and it wasn't as easy for him to roll on his back but he's saying mm-hmm. like in heaven it's really easy to roll on your back
4: he was very arthritic and um. I was giving I in the end I was trying to give him some enzymes to help with the joints he was on prednisone. For quite a while, and I just didn't know what else to do for him. And then when he seemed like he was in distress, I wasn't sure what was wrong. And
3: so, let me ask you know if he knows what was wrong with him. Sometimes I yes. don't know. but so let's okay, ask okay. One of the things I want to say to you, mom, is that it doesn't really matter. All you have to know was that my body was not okay. And I want to say that I had to do something with my intestines. But I don't really know. Okay. I just know that I didn't feel good. And then this man said, "Come with me." And I said, "I have to stay home with my mom." And my mom and the man said, "Come with me. I'll take care of you." Do you know who that might be? Is it like a? Is your dad in heaven or? You no. Don't, you don't no. have like a, a husband in heaven or a brother. Or a,
4: mm. Nobody that no that nobody I could think of that would that would have come from. I asked my mother to come for him, but no, I, I definitely see a
3: man. So okay, so when I see this is when I see um, people in heaven that come, I definitely see a man. But when I see people in heaven that come for your animal, it doesn't yeah. mean that your mom didn't come also because I didn't see her. So okay. she was probably there with him, too. But whoever the man is wants you to know that he's watching over the dog, your dog, too. And so it can be – so usually when they see people on the other side, it can be, um, like, a guide of theirs or an angel or it can be a person that they knew in a past life. But more oh, often, wow. Yeah, but more often than not, it's, like, a friend of ours or an ancestor of ours. It could be like a grandpa of yours that might have liked dogs that it came for him too. So. Okay,
4: maybe it was an uncle or or a friend or something like that. Possible. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. So I'm glad that he's okay. Thanks for
4: calling in. Thank you so much. Thanks, um, Diane. Are you-
2: oh, I I think it's so cool when you can see who came for the animal. I know.
4: That's, I really, like
2: that's always know. really neat to me when I hear that, like, oh, you know, I, who came for my animal? I've i actually I, never thought about my animals that, that that have passed on, like, who came for them, but that's really cool.
3: Yeah, and there usually is somebody who they're with or came for them, and usually, especially because it's in such a short period of time that, like, that I'm talking to... To Diane and her dog, that whoever mm-hmm. it was, I know she can't think of who it is now, but it might come later to her because I think there's a reason why it had to be said in such a short amount of time that there was a man there. Right. You know, when I, and I saw a man. I definitely did not see a woman. So I always feel Maybe like whatever is said is said for a reason.
2: Yeah, that's so neat. Maybe she'll call us back if she thinks of someone in particular or in her, you know, lineage yeah. or something. That's so cool. Um, our next caller is Bodie. Well, it's actually Morgan calling about Bodie, who is 8 months old, 11 pounds, a brown poodle. His picture's on Facebook, and he's been having bad diarrhea. So oh, no. that's not fun. Let's see how uh, – Bodhi's feelings. Let's talk to Morgan. Hi, Morgan. Hi. How
5: are you doing? Great. So tell us what's been happening with Bodhi. Well, we got Bodhi when he was four months old, and he's now eight months old. And over that time, he's had um, Giardia a lot. He's oh. taken medicine for it three times. And um, a couple of weeks ago, he started getting really bad diarrhea again, even after he'd just taken... Um, You know, one more round of medications, and it was pretty bad. And then we got it under control now by giving him turkey, ground turkey, and rice. But now we're trying to figure out, you know, what is going on and what kind of food to feed him. Okay, let's ask him.
3: Do you just want to know what kind of food you want? He should get.
5: Well, I want to make sure, you know, what is going on with him and what kind of food will work. Okay, let's see. I have
3: a problem with eating. I get liquid in my mouth every time I eat. Even when I eat the good stuff, when I go to the bathroom, I have really bad cramping. It kind of helps me when they rub my sides. <laughs> I sort of wonder when I'm gonna get better. Oh. Oh. What's the best thing that you like to eat? Really just little bits of meat. Hmm. And they have to be cut up really small. I like really small pieces. Okay. Gosh, I wonder. And so I wonder why he keeps getting giardia. That's like... And so what are you feeding... You're feeding him... You're feeding him... Um, what do you right. feed him on a regular basis? Just
5: to well, we to... started out with using But puppy, and then we went to a grain-free food. And, and... and I can't remember, you know, what thing was the beginning of it all, because it's kind of been ongoing for a while. And um, regarding the Giardia, you know, he came from a pet store, and... He had it when we got him, and then we live in an area where a lot of dogs, people aren't picking up their poop, but also we only have a balcony, so he goes on this uh, fake grass on our balcony as well. Oh. And now we um, got him real grass, but he, he's not liking it.
3: Um. Well, I'm trying to figure out about why he's, and so is he still having diarrhea?
5: Not now, because he's just eating turkey and rice.
3: Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Maybe you should put them on a food like, like Stella & Chewy's or The Honest Kitchen because what that's, was the f- the clo- that's the closest thing, or like Primal. Those are the closest to homemade diet, and those just might be better for his stomach than the highly processed food.
5: What was the first one you said?
3: Um, One is The Honest Kitchen. Their website is thehonestkitchen.com. And okay. it's a dehydrated, raw food that you add water to. So you can keep it in your cabinet and you just add water to it. And okay. um, it's really good for them. And and the same with the Stellan Chewies and in the Primal. So, I mean, he might just not do well on the processed foods. My Stormy, he can't eat anything like kibble or something. He'll be like having diarrhea.
5: Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, he's saying something else.
3: Tell my mom I like to go for walks. (laughs) And I like to go to new places. And I like the window open a little bit in the car. Uh Uh-huh. And when we're driving, don't swerve too much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I'm working really hard at walking nice on the leash do you think I'm doing a good job?
5: Um, that's some improvement. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: funny. What would he shoulder at the knee? Shoulder at the knee.
5: <laughs> he likes to, um, I, I call him a sled dog because he he pulls me, and I'm not a small person, and he's like on two feet jumping ahead of me. <laughs>
3: Oh, he's jumping ahead of you. Oh, yeah, yeah. like on he... Like, you should get him an easy walk harness. And and maybe one of the reasons why he says he's doing a good job walking is like maybe you joke about what he does, and then he thinks that what he does is a good thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so you kind of want to really envision in your mind what you want him, like how you want him to walk. So all fours on the ground and. If he's in heel position, his shoulder should be at your knee. And look into an easy walk harness. That will make things easier. He won't be able to jump up like that.
5: Okay. Yeah, I'll well, keep us,
3: keep us posted. Let us know how he does.
5: Okay. I hope did he feels you, better. Did you check on the Giardia by any chance? Well, um, I'm not a medical intuitive, so I can't tell if he still has it. No, but, I mean, if he can, can he tell where he's getting it from?
3: Oh, where he's he probably not being a puppy, no. But, okay. I mean, the main thing is, is that, like, every dog gets Giardia. I mean, I, I don't know if that's, that's necessarily true, but most dogs get Giardia at least once in their lifetime, and then they build up an immunity to it. The most important thing is not really where is he getting his Giardia, it's how do we build his immune system. Oh, okay. How do we make his immune system strong enough that it doesn't affect his body when
5: he's exposed to it? Yeah, so, because one of the things they're saying is if he's just eating turkey and rice, then he's not getting the nutrition that he needs.
3: Yeah, it's not a complete diet. So, But if you fed him the honest kitchen or if you fed him Stella and Chewy's or Primal, that's a complete diet. And oh. it's, it's the closest to eating fresh meat, and you could even add it to his turkey and rice regimen. Okay. So, um, but you'll see a big difference, and then maybe you could look into finding him, like, an immune support to help build up his immune system. Okay. Yeah. I Thanks would maybe for calling. You, yeah, go to a holistic vet and sort of ask them, too, about what, what could you do to help protect him from getting giardia.
5: Okay, great. Well, thank you very much. I
2: appreciate
5: it. Sure. Yeah. Feel better, Bodie.
3: I know, but he looks he doesn't really look like Luca, but I think he's the same size as Luca.
2: Yeah, I just saw it on Facebook. Bodie's on Facebook for all of you listening. You can check it out on um on Facebook. Isn't oh, but maybe it's not on the posting, but we'll post it there later. No, oh, yeah, they
3: made a message. So for all of you listeners, when you call in, it's really like I love to have a picture. You know, it's not necessary for the show and all, but I love to have a picture. And so, if you can post it on our Facebook page, which is Pet Psychic Radio, and um, post it on the wall. So don't send us a private message, but actually post it on the wall. And then what will happen? It will go to the right-hand column to post by others, and then you can see there all the people who posted their pets. And I sometimes we go through there and we pick, even if they're not on the phone, we may pick from there too and talk to an animal that's there.
2: Yeah, and what's cool is everyone else can, you know, while we're talking about it, people can go log into Facebook and check out what animal we're talking about. So it's kind of cool. I know, and everybody right, can... their picture. Yeah, yeah, and then everyone can send their support and love and healing thoughts to Bodhi and all the other animals. Right. I yeah. yeah. love that. Let's go to Bones, a 12-year-old male. Male, I'm not sure. What kind of male? <laughs> what kind of animal? having a, He's a issue with
3: food. What? He's a Havanese. His picture's on uh, the Pet Psychic Radio page, too. I just thought. Okay.
2: What kind of, is it a dog? I'm trying to get There's there. Yeah,
3: it's a dog. And a Havanese, for all these Havanese owners, they're not going to like that I say this, but it's kind of like a Shih Tzu size. But bigger, oh, I see.
2: Kind
3: of a little bit of that look. Not really, but
2: a little bit of that look. Oh, yeah, I see him. How cute. I know. With that little mask on. Uh, So, 12 year old Havanese male has a strange behavior with a food dish. Uh, Let's find out from mom Wendy. Hi, Hi. Wendy. What is a. a weird behavior with a food dish. <laughs> well, this is so
0: bizarre. I mean, from the day I got him, he always was a good eater. You put down his food, his face goes in his bowl, two minutes later it comes out, and he's cleaned out his bowl. I've never seen him turn down a treat, nothing. And about, and when he was three years old, he had seizures, so he's been on potassium bromide, which has even increased his appetite. So about a year ago, he was eating from his dish. And he suddenly jumped away from the dish like he, I don't know whether he was, what, it felt like he was either surprised or fearful and wouldn't go back mm-hmm. to the bowl. I had to pick up the dish and hand feed him what was left. And my husband and I laughed and said, boy, that was strange, and figured we'd never see it again. And it happened not often, but occasionally, like maybe once every three months this happens. And my husband and I are completely perplexed. We'd love to know what the thought is. What is happening with
3: him? Okay, so every few months or so he does that same behavior where he jumps back from the food bowl? Yeah. I mean, I you know, I I don't I don't I haven't
0: actually written it down, so yeah. I don't know how often it is, but I'm I'm saying it's not once a week. It's not even once okay. every two weeks, but it's hap- it but over the last year it's happened consistently, maybe seven or eight times. So he's not. So he's not scared of his food bowl. He's still eating from it every day. He eats from it every single day and has no problem. And then all of a sudden, oh, he jumps back
3: and it's very strange. Let's ask him. What's happening? Please, please, just bones? bones. Okay, let's get bones.
0: Bones. What's happening? Oh, he just walked out of the room. I think maybe he oh, doesn't he want to That's talk.
3: Okay, to they can multitask. Oh, good. Can I tell my mom something else first? Oh, here's I yours. want a soft brush. Especially when you do my ears, I want a really soft brush. Do you brush him? Yeah, I'm I'm scratching his ears right now.
0: <laughs> do you brush him, though? Do I brush him?
3: Uh, and, n- uh, yeah, not not every day, but I do brush him. And uh, is the brush hard? Is it, like, a little scratchy? Because he says he wants a soft brush. So I always pay attention to the first thing they say. What do they say to a pet psychic, you know? So it could be you or his groomer, if he goes to the groomer. He
0: does go to the groomer. He doesn't like the brush he uses? Yeah, it's too, it's too, It
3: it pokes him too much. Okay. Bones, okay. is it the brush that your groomer has, or that your mom, my mom, has? Oh, all right.
0: Yes, I it's, do. I use the brush with the wire. Yeah,
3: scratches me.
0: Okay, I don't like it. Okay, I will only use the the.
3: Gentle with my tail, mom. Gentle.
0: Gentle with the tail. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't
0: like being brushed, so I don't do it often, and he hates going to the groomer. Oh, that's oh, so well, funny. Harming. I like, I like looking good, though. Yes, he does. <laughs> I, I, we he have a friend good. who calls him the Brad Pitt of heavenese because he's oh, so cute. cute. <laughs>
3: okay, Bones. Um, let's talk to you, um. What do tell us what's going on with your food bit, dish? You know when you're at your food dish and then you jump back and you act like there's something strange with the food dish. What's that all about? Oh, yeah, that's not fun. I get a really bad cramp on the right side of my face.
0: On the right side of his face?
3: Yeah, it cramps all the way up to my eye. It does this thing where it pulsates. And then it gets all stiff. And I'm like, ow. But then I move my mouth a little bit, and it goes away. It's really a pain because my eye gets tired afterwards. You know what would help me? Neck massages. Neck massages. I, I love do, neck massages. Yeah,
0: I do massages neck every morning in bed. It
3: sounds like he might need an adjustment, actually, by a chiropractor. Ah, okay. It sounds um, like he's tweaking himself, and then it's, like, tensing up. Okay. I asked him if it was his it tooth, and he said, no, it's not my tooth. Oh, good. Okay. You never know with dogs, though, because you look at a dog And you ask them what they're saying, and sometimes they talk way too fast for people to understand. I know this because I talk so fast to my mom and dad, and they say, what do you want? And I say, oh, do I have to say this over again? And then I do it slower, and they get it. (laughs) Yeah, he's pretty. He he pretty much lets us know what
0: he wants, that and we're totally his slave. So,
3: hysterical. He says that he. Well, what he's saying is that he talks to you so much that you you can't get everything because there's so much he wants to tell you. Then he has to slow it down and tell it to you one thing at a time, really slowly, and then you get it. That's so cute.
2: here anymore i i'm here i don't know what happened i guess um, we must have lost her you must um, have lost her. oh yeah here it says wendy's call got dropped so hopefully uh i don't know hopefully she got that information and maybe she can get uh get him adjusted
3: yeah god is he hysterical or what
2: yeah he's <laughs> he's really cute and just see, like looking at his picture while you're saying what he's saying is just adorable.
3: <laughs> I know,
2: right? That's what I do all day long is look at their picture and hear the cute <laughs> things they have to say. That's so cool. Have you ever had like a really, uh, I'm sure you have, but like a really difficult animal? Like in what sense? Like a difficult like to
3: talk to or difficult...
2: Difficult, like they just, yeah, talk to or they won't like, they won't negotiate or, you know what I mean? Talk with their person about, like, their behavioral problems or things like that.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, well, there's many different, like, ways that an animal can be difficult. (laughs) So, yeah, I definitely get, they're like kids, you know, you definitely they're more difficult than others. But what is a funny thing that animals do often is they bargain. So they're Uh. like, okay, I won't pee on the couch, if you play, if you play chase the string with me more. And right. I'm like, well, I'm like, it's just unsanitary to pee on the couch. It's gross, you know, and they're like, chase the string. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of funny,
2: I think, because it's like they yeah. wouldn't just do it for the sake of doing it. They like need something in return. Totally. I but, mean, I can, I get that. I get that. And, you know, and then we all got a bargain.
3: As, yeah, right. And then as for, like, communicating, like, some people say, like, are there ever animals that you can't communicate with? It's so rare. But, like, like one time I was talking to the celebrity's cat and, like, and she, like, wouldn't the cat would not say anything to me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like of all places, you know, like you're not, gonna like I never really had that happen to me where they didn't want to say anything. Yeah. And then the cat was like, I don't want you to tell my mom secrets or I don't know if I can tell my mom secrets. So she right. was, because, because the woman was a celebrity, she was so, she had been worried about confidentiality. And so then the cat picked that up. So then I had to have the woman tell the cat that it was okay to talk to me, and then she spoke (laughs) fine.
2: That's so crazy. That's cool.
3: I know. And then, like, if an animal has been, like, abused, like really badly abused, and it's, like, just recently been saved, like just recently been rescued, they're not used to listening to people for a long amount of time and feeling safe. And yeah. the whole way of processing and learning is off. So, like, sometimes I have to be really calm and really repetitive with those animals just because they have a hard time, like, getting it. But yeah. once they get it, they're like, okay, and once they feel safe, they're fine. And then another time, like, animals will be like, they'll have a little bit of an attitude, like, what do I need you for? My person can hear me fine. I'm like, well, your person has asked me to talk to you just because about the details. They want to make sure the details. Well, when I get along with my person just fine. I don't need to tell you anything. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to work that out, and then it's
2: fine. Yeah. Man, you're really like a therapist.
3: It is like a therapist for the animals. It really is. Yeah. I think about yeah. that a lot because I have to think all the time. like, okay, what can I say
2: yeah. to help the animals? But I was a psych major in college, so it
3: sort of
2: makes sense. Totally. It totally makes sense. I mean, you're doing the same things, you know, that therapists do with people, but they just happen to be animals. Right. That's so cool. We found your friend Jordana. Oh, cool. So should we talk to her? Yeah. Okay. Hi, Jordana. You're on with Laura. Hi.
3: Hi, Laura. How are you doing? I'm doing good.
1: Thanks for calling in. Oh, sure. Well, I'm calling. I know you usually uh, help us out with our friends, our pets, uh, Zena and Shiloh, and you've been awesome in the past. You've helped us so much. Um, I'm contacting you today because I, I read a story about a baleen whale that's been circulating around Facebook, and there's also a lot of information on the Internet about this particular whale that really lonely because her her sound her voice is several octaves lower i believe it is than other baleen whales and therefore she's unable to communicate and the story goes that she's just very lonely and she's you know she doesn't have any um she doesn't hang out with any other pod or any other whales or anything and it just the story just it just made me so sad. I just imagine that she's just alone all the time, and I started thinking you know and the scientists have been studying her and so forth that there really wasn't a whole lot of information about where what's going on with her right now, but i just I just been thinking, you know, is there some way we can communicate with her and maybe figure out how to help her to communicate with other whales or, or find out if there's anything that humans can do um to, to make things better for her, assuming that she's unhappy. But our whales like to hang around with their kind and, and she's all alone. So I sent you I think or I posted a picture of her, um so I was hoping that maybe I don't know if you've ever spoken to a whale before but
3: Yeah and are you know, so willing. Post, you posted a picture of her?
1: Well I sent I believe I sent you a picture um well, the article, I sent you a little clipping, and there was a picture of her in the clipping.
3: In the clipping, you know. yeah.
1: Um, but I think also you can, you know, on the Internet, you can type in baleen Whale, and, and she'll come yeah, up. Or lonely. That's
3: what well, the interesting thing was that I was reading a little bit about her, and there's, well, they said that she's actually too high. So, oh, too high, okay. So, yeah, so we need to tell her to bring her sounds lower. But on mm-hmm. on Wikipedia, they said two things. They said that, um, or two things that kind of stood out for me. One, that they hadn't located her yet, and they didn't know what kind of whale she was. But is that oh, not they, true?
1: Um, they said she's a baleen whale.
3: Oh, they said the that was old information.
1: Oh, maybe so. Okay, so she's a baleen whale, and they kind of refer to her. They didn't ever say uh, whether... Uh, if she has a name, or if they've named her, but she's at the woods, um, I can't remember the name, but she's at an oceanographic institution that's been studying her, and apparently, but I don't know if she's in the ocean or if she's with them. I couldn't get any information. So, But she's a Bailey whale, and they kind of refer to her, her as like the 52 or Hertz whale, because that's yeah. what her
3: sound is. Okay, let's see if we can get her and um, see what she says. And maybe she's not lonely. (laughs) Yeah, maybe she's not. Okay, I'm going to get her. She says you don't have to go far. I've already been feeling you because we've been thinking about her so much. I do have problems. I don't hear anything. Oh, so she—that's oh, what she said. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and I just feel—I feel, I feel vib- vibrations. I feel them under my ears, and I also feel them on my lower stomach. I don't know if that's her stomach, but on her lower part of her bottom of her body. And I don't know about the other whales. I have seen them many times, and they run me off. They don't like me. And it is lonely, but it's who I am. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I have dolphins, and the dolphins will hang out with me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have love from them. I have different sets of dolphins in different part of my travel. So she's saying that there's different pods of do- dolphins that when she's doing the same route every year, she meets those different pods. Dolphins oh, okay. are so nice. Isn't that amazing? That that's awesome.
1: That that's really something.
3: And you know what I have to tell you? I've had a lot of people come and look at me. And they've taken samples from me. And I say, I don't know if you're going to make me hear. It's interesting, though, one of the the things I'd be really curious about is, like, though she has a song, does... Even if a tire doesn't match, like, does she naturally know how to talk? Does she naturally know what the sounds mean? Or are the sounds just random, you know? Yeah. I'm going to tell her she needs to make it lower for her. But it's like, I kind of know what other whales mean. I remember being young and knowing what my mom meant. Hmm. I get it. You gotta make it lower. You gotta make your sounds lower. I don't know how much lower, but you gotta make them lower. Yeah. Can you tell the world something for me? That's throwing garbage in the ocean. And the garbage gives you a headache. Hmm. Makes it cloudier. The dolphins tell me this all the time. I say, Why is the ocean changing? And the dolphins say, You should see those humans. They dump huge ships of stuff out here. And I say, I stay away from ships. Because it's too much sensation on my body. Mm. That's so interesting because she's so sensitive because she can't hear. She's so sensitive for the vibration.
1: Laura, do the, the people that have been studying her, do they know she's deaf? I
3: don't know. Do, do the people know you're deaf, the people who are studying you? They speculate.
1: Mm.
3: And they oh. say, Me, "Can you hear?" And I say, "I can hear your thoughts."
0: You know what?
3: <laughs> is also is that she's communicating with the dolphins telepathically. Ah. Oh. Not necessarily the other whales, but to the dolphin she is, which I find oh. that really fascinating. That, that is, yeah, really is really neat. Like, how come the dolphins will will talk to her telepathically, but the whales won't? I'm going to ask her that. Yeah, that's a good question. The whales won't because they say I'm annoying. They say you make annoying sounds. But I don't know what that means. Well, you just need to make your sounds lower. Because they're too high for what whales don't normally make things as high as you're making signs. You've got to try and make them lower.
2: And that is so in interesting.
3: Well, when you're seeing around another whale, just be quiet and don't don't say anything. And talk in your mind.
2: Jordana, thank you so much for sharing this story with us. It's so, no, fascinating. so
1: fascinating. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. me. can could, could we get one more question for her, like, does she want any help from, from human beings, or is she content with her situation?
3: No, I don't want any help. Okay. The dolphins help me the most. Well, Humans tell her of- for me. I don't want to be with a human. I don't want them to capture me. Tell them the dolphins take care of me.
2: Oh, That's Aww, so that's cool. So sweet. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you Thanks so for much, Jordana.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Laura. That was awesome. I'm I'm it just brings me such relief to just know that she has, you know, her dolphin friends. Are, that's great. So
2: thank yeah, you so much. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, why I don't know why why she can't talk to the whales telepathically.
4: Well,
3: did you hear what she said? Is that the
4: I
2: mean, I know they think annoying. she's annoying. I get it, but why will they I, still? <laughs> There's no, got to be someone I, out there that doesn't think she's annoying. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't think it's. I
3: don't think it means like like psychologically they think she's annoying. I think it means that their their hearing is annoyed.
2: Yeah, so because they just can't she's take so it.
3: High, it might be mm-hmm. too high of a tone. It might be like too screechy.
2: Yeah, right, right, right. So crazy. That's really cool. Uh, Our next caller is a black lab um, named, I can't remember. Sorry, I'm looking back, looking for, I know, oh, Faith, who's on our Facebook page. So you can see a really cute picture of Faith. And uh, Faith had a little run-in with a neighbor, it says. So let's talk to Faith's mom. Tammy. Hi, Tammy.
6: Hi, how are you?
2: So Good. So tell us about Faith, and what was the incident that actually happened?
6: Well, um, Faith, she just turned one, and she's such a sweet dog. People love her. Dogs love her at the dog park. Um, I hear all the time that she has such great energy. Um, you know, she's just a sweet puppy. And um, our neighbor, uh, we just moved here about two years ago, and um They are the only neighbors that never really spoke to us, and we kind of get the feeling that they don't like us. But Faith was down the street barking at them, and my kids, um, they were, um, we were packing up, getting ready to leave, and Faith went over there, and she was barking, and my kids said, Mom, Faith is barking at the neighbor, and I just thought it was the neighbor with the dog because she'll bark at a dog. Um, but I Then my other son came running in And said that uh, Mom The man said you have to come get get her Or else he's going to kill her And he was crying And so immediately I knew which neighbor it was So I went down And I tried calling Faith and she wouldn't come And it, you know he was just like Clapping in her face and swinging at her And she just kept barking And he was like come get your dog You know and I was just like trying to get her and calling her, and um, they were really mean to me, saying, I want to see you get responsibility of your dog, come get your dog, and, and I told them, I said, you know, if, maybe if you just go in the house, she'll come, and they didn't want to do that, they just kept clapping in her face and waving at her, and it just seems like um, she hasn't been the same since, and I just want to know, like, yeah. was she affected by it, or, I mean, is she changing because she's one now? You know, I don't, I don't, and...
3: And so, when you say is she changing? What do you mean is she changing?
6: Like she's just, I'll call her, you know, to come sit with me, and usually she'll come and sit with me. But she's just like right now, she's under the bed, she won't come out. Um, yeah. So, in and, and so, what about like when she's when she's out in your front yard? Is she allowed
3: to just sort of run the neighborhood?
6: No, we. Uh, I normal well, if I open the garage, she knows it's time to go. She'll run and jump right in the car. Lately, you know, when she was a little puppy, it was kind of hard. She'd run all over the neighborhood, but um, no, she never really runs around the neighborhood. You know, so she usually just hop in the car. But for some reason, she was down um, at the neighbors barking.
3: Because
6: I think one of the really important things to tell her
3: too is that that what she did to the neighbor is inappropriate. And that how that she didn't come to you when you called her is inappropriate. Because some people, sometimes we think like people are being, you know, they're being rude to us or they're being like rude to our dogs. or, But really what's happening is that that person may have had a very traumatic incident with the dog before. Mm-hmm. and it's our responsibility as dog owners to make sure that people don't get frightened of her dog.
6: Well, I don't think that was the case because the man was inside his house, so if he had a really traumatic experience with the dog, I don't think he would have came out and got in her face. Unless he felt like he was, prote- I mean, I don't know, I don't know, but unless, like, he felt like he
3: was protecting his he wanted to make sure his wife or, you know, or kids' Well, that, kid that's
6: or. what he told me afterwards, because after we got Faith in the car, I went down and we apologized for Faith's actions. Oh but, uh, yeah, he did say he was um, protecting his family. And when his sister brought out a, a pipe, and, um, my kid told me that uh, he did hit her with a pipe.
3: Oh, my gosh. So,
4: okay.
6: I mean, Faith, she's not that kind of dog. Like, my son, he's ten. He said, "Mom, if she was so aggressive, she would have bit him, wouldn't she? You know." People so, I mean, read it.
3: People read it wrong. People can read it wrong because of their fear. So, and that's something I'm going to tell Faith too. And there's a look about her. I know she's black lab, but there is a look about her that looks almost a little bit pity. And yeah,
6: she's a mix. She's black yeah, lab pitbull mix. That
3: adds more fear. So, so it Faith needs to try. Extra hard to be friendly just because she has that look. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let me see. And then I'll state if there's anything going on with her. Like, why this new change in behavior? I got mad at that man because, because that man is not nice to my family. He's like, I don't like that family down there. And so I was like, we don't like you either. And he kind of scared me because he was moving all around. And I told him, you stop that. And he just kept moving. So I said, you stop that again. And then he got mad at me. And then I thought I was going to pee right there on myself. But instead of running away, I held my ground. And I said, you just wait until my family gets here. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think mean, you've got some extra training to do. Because <laughs> she's got quite a will to her, you know? Mm-hmm. So, face honey. I want you to listen to this, okay? Sometimes people get Scared of you, and you have to show them that you're friendly. And I understand you want to protect your family, but you have to stay on your yard to do that. You can't go to other people's yard to protect your family or to stick up for your family. You have to stay on your own yard. And then you have to lick and yawn and blink your eyes and make smarter decisions. You're not really making smart decisions there. It wasn't smart. No, honey, it wasn't smart. It's best to ignore people like that. Only if they're trying to attack your family should you do what you did. That's the only time. If they're breaking into your house or attacking your family, that's the only time you can do that stuff. Otherwise, you lick and yawn and blink your eye. Can you tell my mom that sometimes I get confused? I'd like lessons. Can the kids teach me lessons? Can they? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, they want to. Let's do that, Mom. How come you're not cuddling with your mom like you used
6: to?
5: I don't
3: really want to cuddle anymore because I'm just me. I think what's happening is she's hitting one and she's hitting a new form of independence. Mm -hmm. And so now is a really good time. Like, before one, she's, like, following the family, just like you said. She's jumping in the car with them. But now she's starting to see that there's a bigger world. And that's normal. That's all dogs do that. And so now she's finding more independence. And she's just getting a little bit confused because she's making up her own rules. So I would make sure when she goes out in the front that the kids have her on leash and that one of the kids is is in control of her, and okay. then just and then start doing training with her so that she has something else to focus on and something else to think about. Okay. Yeah,
4: cool. and call
6: us back and let us know how she does. Okay, I will. Thank you. Thanks, right, Sammy. Sure. That's Bye-bye.
2: that's always great when. Um, you can have kids in the family doing the training, you know, because yeah. then you know they have the kids get to learn something cool and new, and then the dog gets to learn something. It's like so perfect. Did you do that when you were a kid?
3: Oh yeah, I I taught my English cocker spaniel how to like jump the
2: broomstick and like,
3: and then when we was on <laughs> the horse farm, he was like jumping all the horse
2: jumps. <laughs> that is so cool. That's really. I know. Mean. I taught
3: him how to. A- crawl. We thought it was a cool
2: thing to do the the fireman crawl, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, so we have a update with Marilyn, who has uh, Kingston, who is now injury-free, thanks to Laura, it says. So, Marilyn, tell us, uh, how is Kingston doing and remind our audience what happened with Kingston and what he looks like and all
7: that stuff. Okay. Hello. Um, I just called in to say thank you, Laura, because... My dog, Kingston's 18 months old. He's a mini uh, golden doodle, and he was limping on one leg for about three months to the extent that he sometimes just walked on three legs. And I took him to two different veterinarians. We took x-rays. Nothing helped. And finally, I got through to you, and you talked to Kingston, and he told you it was in his back. And he told you exactly where, and you told me where. And I was able to, five weeks later, get into a very... Uh, in-demand animal chiropractor, and in one visit, he was healed. Oh, Uh, my gosh. Kingston has not limped since, and it was exactly the spot that you told me it was. Oh,
3: let's see what Kingston feels about that.
7: He's right here. He's a pretty happy fellow. (laughs) Yeah, he says,
3: I'm really happy because my mom followed your advice. And I was thinking to myself I'm so lucky to have this mom. Mm-hmm. Who would have ever known that there was a doctor that could make you feel weirder just to make you feel better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know what though I think that what's really cool is that you Marilyn I think a lot of you know pet parents don't actually you know listen to what their animals have to say or what to do or when you get advice and so I really commend you for you know taking Kingston to the chiropractor that's just well, really amazing
7: Honestly, I didn't even know they existed, and I was, you know, I I had tried everything, and I was pretty much at my last straw, and I, you know, this, it was amazing. I mean, yeah. he's, he runs, he, I haven't seen him limp since, and he limped for three months and walked on three legs, so, wow. Oh, it's so, so cool.
3: amazing. Thanks so much for doing what you did and, like, actually taking him in, just like what Kinston said, some people would hear that, and they would just keep putting it off, and they would never do it. So,
7: Well, well I, I just wanted to call and thank you. I have a great dog, and he's a happy one. Thanks to you.
3: Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. Thanks,
1: thanks
2: Marilyn.
7: You're welcome. Bye-bye.
2: I love
4: that. Thanks, Bye,
2: Kingston. Bye, Kingston. That's so great. I love that. So I love neat. that she, like, listened. She actually took the advice and tried it. Because you know what? a lot of the advice sometimes that that you hear on on our show or that other people Mm -hmm. might tell us, like, especially when it's holistic, it's not going to hurt your animal. You know what I mean? I mean, if you go to a proper place and, you know, a reputable doctor and all that stuff, it's not like you're, you know, filling, trying a drug cocktails or something. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of a holistic thing. So why not try it? See if it works. Yeah,
3: you know, a lot of people are scared of chiropractic for themselves, and so there can be a resistance, too, Yeah, Mm -hmm. for chiropractic. But it's interesting, too, is how she went to two vets, and that one vet said, hey, maybe you should get him adjusted. It really should be common knowledge for a vet.
2: Yeah. It's not, but
3: I I wish it was.
2: Right. I know. Well, maybe it's changing now, starting to change, hopefully. Getting the word out there. Uh, let's right. do words of wisdom. With Storm King okay. and friends. Okay, who should we do? I you pick. Okay. Um I I mean, I always love hearing Storm King. All right. But I know sometimes he's tired at this Jeremy, time of day. So
3: this not be Jeremy, honey, what you're for words of wisdom. What do you want to say? What do you want to say for words of wisdom? Well, I have some ideas. One of the things that you could all do is sit with your animal and send the love to them. And if you do that every day, you'll be able to hear them better. Because just at the end of when you're sending the love, that's when their voice will pop into your head, <laughs> which is so interesting because I was we were explaining I was explaining how to like receive the information to someone else yesterday, and I was sort of saying it's like that you have to sort of let your mind drift away, and it kind of reminded me of being in the in a in a lake or something or in in the ocean with a boat, and then jumping off the boat and letting the boat drift away for a second. And then then all of a sudden it can whatever it is can will you can receive it, receive the information. And I think that's Stormy's interpretation of that.
2: Oh, that's so cool.
3: Thanks, yeah. Storm
2: King. Great words of wisdom as usual. I know, Stormy. Okay, so thank you all for listening. Tune in next week on the Pet Psychic Radio show to talk about the animals and talk to the animals. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication as well as private consultations with Laura. You can like us on Facebook.com slash Pet Psychic Radio. And if you're not following us on Twitter already, please do so at The Pet Psychic. That's The Pet Psychic. So we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye, everyone should to the animal.